Time for headlines on a Tolo Tuesday here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Bobby Bell, take off the hat real quick. He just FaceTimed his wife as he got up this morning and shaved his head at 4 a.m. She was not happy. Should have recorded that on <laughs> FaceTime. She is not thrilled whatsoever. Uh, Stephen Jones yesterday canceled his weekly appearance on the KMC Masterpiece, and then we got word that Jerry will not be appearing this morning with us at 8.30. Didn't get a reason why. Don't know what's happening. Don't know. My God. That's garbage. That's garbage. Thank garbage. you. Thank you, Russo. Garbage. Choppy, what do you think? Should we speculate or regulate? Both. Antonio Brown? We should absolutely regulate on this. Um, this is not the first time this has happened. And it's not going to be the last time this happens. Hopefully, we're still around. Uh, we can do it again. Huh. Uh, but it's not, it's not going to be the last time. I'm sure it'll happen next year, so we'll, we'll yep. probably be around. And guess what's going to happen next year? This is this is how insignificant this is in, in the grand scheme of things. Next year when this happens, we're going to ask, has he ever canceled on us before at the end of the year? <laughs> because the same thing happened last year, and it probably happened the year before, and it's probably happened a million times, and in the grand scheme of things, our lives are going to move on, and we're going to forget about So them. is this because they're going to fire someone, they just don't feel like talking, or they're conducting more interviews at the Star? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Correct. They're they're exit interviews. They're trying to get all these people, you know, and exit interviews before, you know, they uh they leave town. Uh they're probably going to fire somebody and they're probably going to trade somebody. <laughs> I have uh I've gone back and researched. I've managed to find three times that he's canceled on you guys. Okay. I'm sure there's more, but I've found three instances. Or rescheduled. Uh yeah, but but in general like, hey, this isn't happening this day. He did do it last year at the end of the season. So there is that one. Uh, he did it, interestingly enough. Which will make KMC Friday 1030 even more of a tune-in like last year. That's where he went off on everything. He canceled uh, during the bye week in 2021 after Slater's report came out. Of? So uh, about the uh, players thinking the coaching staff was bad at their job. So he canceled then. And then he canceled... Uh, right after the Washington game, right before they traded for Amari Cooper. And he explained that one to you guys the following week where he said he canceled because he didn't trust that he was going to be able to keep quiet that they were trying to trade for Amari. So this leads me to believe he's either really, really ticked off, upset, or they're going to do something. He didn't, not, not that they're just interviewing, you know, Brian Schottenheimer and maybe Nathaniel Hackett. He didn't seem ticked off after the game. So I made a – to me – Reckless, uh, reckless speculation and regulation. I, I think it's, I, I think there's some sort of job evaluation going on for coaches right now, and he doesn't want to get asked about any of it while they're making decisions. Will McClay was on last night, Cowboys Hour with Brad Sham on this radio station, and the true general manager, at least when it comes to picking players, was asked if they got the most out of the roster this year? I think it's a fair assessment because starting in April when the players came in and started the off-season program, you know, you could see it kind of building. And then, um, you know, as much as everybody put into it, um, the belief in it and, you know, all the things that we had to go through. Um, and, and, you know, you, you, your quarterback goes out early in the season. You know, you rally there. People are saying you can't do this and that. And the way the coaches and the team and the players rallied and the new guys that – had to step up in new roles, and the young guys that played uh, and did things, 
and join. You know, it's a hard thing to do when you get young players and to put them into a team that's established and then try and, you know, kind of carry that momentum forward. And they did a really good job with that and the belief. And that's why it's, uh, it's a, you know, like you said, we were, there's a, there's a little bit left that we were hoping we could get out and we didn't get it. All right, so this sets up what I asked Brad Sham yesterday. Was it a successful season? You and I voted yes. Yeah. If, if it was just a flat yes or no, was it a successful season? We would say yes. Bobby, your vote would be? No. Wow. I, I mean, look, because to me it's just a, like like it's a, it's success in a vacuum, but to me it's like the grand scheme of what was Mike McCarthy brought in here to do and what, are they, what have they really been trying to accomplish since they – paid Dak has been to get past the divisional round. I, I'm not one of these ones who I know Nick said it yesterday where he's like, well, what is it? Like you got to win the Super Bowl every year. No, not win the Super Bowl every year. But in order for it to be like, this was a success, do something you haven't done in 27 years. Something that's sort of a reasonable well, they did baseline. Some, they, they did something they hadn't done in 30 years. They won the the road playoff game. That's that's great. That, Happy that for that. For but it, it does. It does. And I mean, there are successful aspects to the season. But ultimately, at the end of the day, did you accomplish what every year we talk about, which is oh God. get past this? Thanks, coach. When was the they last just, time? No, I, like, two not, dif- there's two different ways to look at it. One, what we all thought before game one started, we were all wrong, except for Choppy. We were all wrong about what this team would be. Then you can reevaluate once you see them play. And once we saw them play and saw 12 and 5 and all that, we still knew and said that they were not better than Philly or San Francisco. That they definitely weren't better than San Francisco. You were the leader in that clubhouse. So Mm -hmm. if we were wrong before the season about how good they would be, and then during the year we knew they weren't better than the 49ers, how can we be upset? Because you can exceed expectations and still fail. Expectations are uh, uh, ex- huh? no success is not about my expectations. So success is about a standard. If you don't achieve the standard, but you don't, have I don't a care. Standard. You haven't won anything in thirty but years. That's There's my, no standard. That's my point. Like the standard is get past what you've done this entire time, and then we'll they say did. that was successful. They, did. they won back to back double digit games for the first time since they won the Super Bowl. They didn't advance past where they've been anywhere for the last twenty seven years. Arbitrary. Though, so it's not. No, arbitrary. it's not. It's arbitrary not round. arbitrary round. Do you Not. do do you think they did more than what you thought? Yeah, like I said, they exceeded expectations, but they failed to meet a standard. Okay. Uh, look, they, here's the thing: they don't have a standard. This whole the, the the bar has been set in this organization by Roger and Troy. That bar has been rusted. And has fallen apart. I'm not it's even. I'm not even years. shooting for that. There is no bar. I'm not even shooting for that. I'm not even talking about a Super Bowl. Just wit, get to the championship game. You can lose by sixty, and I'd say I would have said yes. It's a, it's a success. You didn't get there. That's the standard. Eight seven seven, eight eight one one zero five three. I'm tweeting it out right now at one zero five three SS on Twitter. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. I'm just interested in yes or no. That's it. Was it a successful season? Me and Chop say yes. Bobby Belt says no. Brad Sham says yes. All right, so Will McClay, what about the future? Three to four good players away in the draft or free agency to really be a Super Bowl contender? I think that's fair. I mean, you know, other than the Rams last year who, you know, threw a bunch of stuff together and it worked. um, Yeah, but they mortgaged the future. Yeah, and part of this deal is building for the future while you're having success. And we've had two seasons with 12 wins and, you know, all of those positive things. And so when you build a culture like 
Mike's trying to do with the team and, you know, all the coaches. You build that, and then guys believe in it, and then now it becomes part of your fiber. Then that's how teams grow, and they stay consistent with the opportunity to win for a long amount of time. And I think that's what we're building towards. And, again, we've got to – we still have some free agents. We have to resign. We've got to rebuild this thing. You've got to go through the draft. But if the pieces are in place – to uh, put them into and they understand what they're getting into and you get the right kind of guys, you can continue that momentum going forward. All right, we got some breaking news 16 minutes ago from Adam Schefter. Bill O'Brien has returned to New England. He is being named the Patriots' offensive coordinator. He was there from 07 to 11. He returns to coach Mac Jones. Mac Jones? Whom he briefly worked with at Alabama. Okay. Okay. Matt Patricia experiment. A failure. So now Matt's going to – I'm sure Matt will stay on somewhere with the organization. Uh, they love him there. Uh, I don't know because there was a report out uh, a couple days ago that said now that Detroit's basically done paying him because he was basically working for free in in New England because they were – Detroit was paying him out. Now that he's not being paid, they they were talking about how they may just completely Whatever. move on Who cares? Him. Matt Patricia. He still uses a pencil. Will this – Wow. Pencil, pencil shaming. Ten out of ten times. Pencil Every shaming. day you use a pen in here. Because so. I don't have a pencil sharpener. But if I did, I would. There was a pencil sharpener right there. You don't have to have a pencil. You should get the ones that you. uh, Oh, the twist thing? The twist. I'm going to get you the NFL pencil set and a pencil sharpener. Pencil pencil or pen 10 out of 10 times. Not not even close. Especially number. You got to get a good graphite, though. Um, But, you know, I think this is a good move. He's a a great move. He's a good OC. He's a good coach. He's a good head coach. We we ended up being too hard on him in Houston. He's a terrible GM. Mm. He was a terrible GM. He seems like a jerk. He does seem like a jerk, but he went. That's to, his reputation. He went to a, the playoffs with four. I think it was four different quarterbacks took him to the playoffs. It's three or four. Like that's really, really remarkable in today's NFL. I agree. T.J. Yates. So the postseason make make or break time maybe now for Mac Jones, Snack Jones, uh, the Dallas Stars taking on. Buffalo last night. Here's what happened in OT. Near corner. Now Tage Thompson. Farsa scores! What a pass! And Owen Powers first of the year is an overtime winner in Dallas as the Sabres pick up two. First of the year from a rookie defenseman. Sabres TV with the call. 56 seconds into overtime. And their 41-year-old goaltender stopped 29 of 31 shots in his 700th career NHL appearance. Stars lose 3-2. This game was lost in the first four minutes. The Stars had a Buffalo had a turnover in their own zone. Stars had a point-blank shot, and they made a nice save. Uh, (laughs) He made a really nice save. They had another chance early on, too, uh, at a point-blank and nothing. The guy who scored was eight days old when Craig Anderson made his NHL debut with the (laughs) Blackhawks and Buffalo is trying to make the playoffs for the first time since 2011. They haven't made the playoffs in a decade. God, Ryan Miller, the goalie then Jamie Ben and Robertson scored for the stars. Ottinger made 22 saves. They earn one point. So they move one point ahead of the jets for the central division Lead coach DeBoer said, I'm going to go glass half full. We've been playing a lot of good hockey and found a way to get an important point. So that's what happened last night at the double AC. All right. We have fan events to tell you about. And the first one is going to be Thursday night here at the radio station. 
You don't have to sign up. You don't have to pay. You don't have to register. You just show up here at the station for Rangers Hot Stove from 7 to 8 p.m. in our performance showroom. It's going to be the Get Right with Reggie and KG along with Jared Sandler and Brock Burke, Rangers pitcher. No sign up. You show up. Get your picture taken. Meet Brock Burke right here with the fan. And then this weekend, this Saturday to be exact, it's going to be Texas Rangers Fan Fest. Tickets $10 for adults, $5 for kids. Just go to TexasRangers.com for your new look squad. Headlines here on Sean and RJ. Man, we got some drama playing out in Buffalo. Not with the Sabres, but with the Diggs brothers. We'll get to that. And the... Gene's argument that broke out here on the radio station because of the G-Bag Nation, we need your vote on the controversial subject. That's next right here on The Fan. Good Lord, this Cowboys website story. What a joke. You want another example why they are the number one team in all sports despite not winning anything, really? This, 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 This website story. We may have to get Derek Eagleton on to explain it. Or Eatman. Maybe Eatman. Uh, here in the show, even though he's not supposed to come on today. Good gosh, Harm Edwards, internet, Twitter, settle down. We'll get to that after we chime in on a station argument that started yesterday, Bobby, on the G-Bag Nation. Yeah, so on Sunday when I was in the uh, on the pregame show, wow. uh, Eric just randomly, Eric Chiafalo, uh randomly threw it to me and said, Bobby, how often do you wash your jeans? This is on the pregame. Yeah, which I assume is just a reference to we were at Levi's, Levi's Uh, Stadium. And uh, so I had said, uh, I don't know, I was like, uh, isn't the Levi Wrangler recommendation like, I don't know, like once every two weeks, which I found out later, it is not that. It's it's much more infrequently than once every two weeks. Much more infrequently. Infrequently. But Levi's aren't really, they, they don't, like a lot of new jeans are different material. Levi's are like coarse, hard, yeah, seven inches thick. Yeah, they are. Uh, but uh, I had said two weeks. About every two weeks, I I, I wash them, or you know, ask the wife wife to wash them. Oh. But either way, wow. uh, no, she just Whoa. she does. She'll come to me and say, "Do you want me to wash your jeans yet?" Fred, and I'll just go, "Sure." Fred Flintstone. Wow. So uh, okay, we'll we'll ask you how often you wash your jeans here in a second, Sean. <laughs> uh, so that they they played that, and I think Chia Fala thought he was going to get backing. That like, <laughs> look how weird Bobby was. He said he washes his jeans every two weeks. And uh, then it kicked off this debate with the G-Bag Nation. I just want to bookmark that Bobby Bell is an every two weeks jeans washer. Yes. And at some point, we will revisit this conversation coming up in the relatively near future, how often we're washing yeah. our pants. Listen, that's not a recommendation from Mr. Levi, okay? <laughs> I promise you, he wants you not to wash his jeans. Yes, Ever. I've heard that. Yeah, not wash the jeans. Yeah. These pair of Levi's I have on, they've been to the cleaners once. Wow. And I've had them for a few years, wait, buddy. Wait, what? Yeah. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Great jeans. There is a huge conversation to be had here, and I just wanted to lay out the evidence, and then we'll circle back on it at a you later date. You treat them like shoes. Okay. They're the one they're the one clothes item that are kind of like shoes. You just, you, maybe you wash them if they get super muddy. I have, this, that I have this itch. weird thing about any pants I wear, and it really just comes down to what, did I pee at a urinal that day? And if I did, the I feel obligated yes. to go ahead and have to, what? have to wash those things. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the, the swamp rear and stuff like that, you don't wash those after that? I mean, if you're in the summertime, if it were, wash if it were me, Broadus, I, I probably I'm not wearing ahead. super denim crazy jeans in the hot summertime anyway, though, really. So win- winter, yeah. winter wear. I guess you're okay. right. That's Wait a man, you're, you're like a rodeo guy. Yeah. yeah. You're like well, riding horses. Rodeo. What are you like? You got yeah. the Bermuda shorts on, the horseback? What yeah, do you well, got you with? know, the rodeos aren't really going down. It's trail rides in the summer. A lot of trail rides happen Capri's. in the summer. You're yeah. going hoochie daddy on them things. Yeah, no doubt. Ooh. Chafing. And then if I do, I, I got two pair of jeans that I do for that situation. All right. You know what I mean? If they Fair get enough. too dirty, right. then you go ahead and wash them. Do you yeah. smell them? Like, do you, <laughs> have, you ever, do you ever, have you ever, like, picked them up and they're like, oh, these aren't. Yeah, that's when it's time to buy a new pair. Oh. <laughs> Facts. So if they get smelly, you buy new pairs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Right. air them out. Okay, so I tried to write down everybody's tendencies. Did I hear correctly, Lucius, once a year? Now, he did say cleaners. So I don't know if he is he is he is he, is he only washed them once or is he just saying I only t- I've only taken them to the cleaners like to deep clean once and maybe I wash them a little more frequently than that. I've never seen somebody deep clean their their jeans and <laughs> steamer they they throw them in the wash maybe he means the laundromat I don't know I don't know yeah. like maybe he does that's maybe that's how he works then I wrote down Chia follow every time he uses the urinal so that's every day here at the station. You're on a five-hour show. Yeah, you day. are going to pee at this urinal. Unless at, he uses use the toilet to pee. Unless he uses the toilet. So what, but what would be the difference? The, well, the, the splashback. Splashback. Yes, now, listen. I get it. It's disgusting. He's, he's probably true. I just assume that my body is essentially covered in pee and poop at all times. <laughs> I, I assume that walking through society, that there is poop particles just floating all over me. <laughs> my beard is probably covered in them. <laughs> Everything about me. I just assume I'm going to get dirty, and I just have to live with it. Um, I, I'll wash my jeans basically every time I do a wash, which is like once a week. Maybe maybe I'll but go you don't, two weeks. But you don't wear jeans. I mean, you only wear jeans that I've seen in 12 years. You've worn them maybe to a, a dinner function that we have or top golf. For some reason, you wear jeans to top golf. Uh, but that's it. That's the only time I've wear you see, I, seen well, you I, wear them. I wear them during the week. You know, if we go to dinner, if Sarah and I go to dinner, like, Okay. I'm not gonna wear like uh, you know sweatpants or whatever. I'll, I'll wear jeans then yeah. and on the weekend. So yeah, I I'd probably wash them every every four to five wears. Um, but it's not like every. So Chia follows a germaphobe. Uh, at sure. least with that, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but and- he wears his open face Crocs yeah. everywhere in the entire world with his gangly toes out and he's fine with that he's fine wearing his crocs everywhere he's not a germaphobe he, he washes his hair once a week i don't yeah I don't. yeah he, he's not a germaphobe then i don't know what it is about this specifically he has a problem with urine i guess Maybe. is the issue he, he, that specifically i mean is it, he talks about poop all the time the he talks whole, about the bathroom all the, the time bathroom, yeah in yeah. general so I, I don't know i just i, I i'm 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 very complex now, young man now, now the uh the levi ceo did make headlines back in 2014 when he said that he hasn't washed his pair of jeans in more than a year. And he said generally... Is that because uh, they want them to be more comfortable? They just say like they break them in? They're, they're, I guess there's not a need for it given the wear down. It's a thicker fabric. It doesn't It doesn't need those sorts of cleans. And when you clean them, you are wearing the fabric down. There was a, another jeans company said that uh, they recommend you don't wash them for the first six months you have them. That you you shouldn't That's do that. Dirty. That's, just, That's dirty. just what it said. And then uh, realsimple.com, which does one of these like little home tips and stuff like that, they suggest you rec- uh, they recommend washing after every ten times you wear your jeans. I'm an every two weeks guy, roughly, and I'll wear my jeans like uh, right here. I would say these jeans here, 
have not been washed in probably a week and a half. Okay. Roughly. But how, how many times have you worn them, though? It's the same jeans that you've been wearing, Five. Though? Probably See, five that's, times. That's yeah. too much. Where do you stand on this, Peyton? You were you were very uh, very opinionated on the text chain last night. Yeah, so I only have like three pairs of jeans, so like I'll, I'll rotate them and stuff, but I'll throw them in the dirty. Does any dirt. man have more than three pairs of jeans? I have two. Okay. Let's see, you got to have a slim fit, you got to have a skinny, you got to have a boot, and you got to have a moto. A you wore the skinny, skinny jeans? What's a moto? It's the one with the little patches on the leg here. The <laughs> okay, the Troy uh, ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got skinny. Yeah, I wear them. Quite a bit. But yeah, I know. I mean, whenever I do laundry, I'll wash them and stuff. But if they sit there for a couple of weeks, I mean, I'm not stressing about it. But yeah, I'm, I'm not wearing them three or four times. Okay. If you don't wear underwear, you got to wash them more. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, and by the way, like the Levi guy, I get it. He's saying that. Levi is based in San Francisco. It's like 50 degrees there. They don't know <laughs> what a Texas summer is like. True. Okay. If you, if you wear jeans on a July day, you have to immediately wash them. The amount of butt sweat. No, you say you're gonna do it, and then you eventually like just you're lazy, and then you Spray grab them out of the breeze. hamper. Yeah, two, grab them back out. Two five four says Bobby Belt is either a liar uh, or he's a liar that you don't wash your pants every two weeks, but you can't take a shower after somebody uh, goes to the bathroom. Uh, like the whole little rule I have about not showering for two hours after, yeah. and then be okay with wearing jeans for two weeks. Great point. Great, Different great because text. that's exactly it's the opposite. Is that I am so. Uh, hyper aware of my own cleanliness that like I'm not I don't feel like I'm wearing out jeans and making them that dirty that's the difference there uh, Ted on Twitter I'm so happy this is being brought up I'm a two to three week cycle yeah I'd say I'd say two to three weeks two to three weeks with a cycle but the but the lead story here is that jeans just need to be eradicated period for why for guys they're awful COVID exposed jeans they did like now, especially for our job, like jeans suck, dude. What do you? You're, you're, they, you're, they suck. You want to take shots at Waterburger too? You coming into I Texas, mean, like taking shots at jeans? Oh, is jeans a Texas thing now? Jeans are absolutely a Texas thing. I guess jeans is more Texas than any, anywhere else. Uh, yeah, they're they're like women have solved this with the the black, uh, or the yoga pants. The, the yoga pants. They can wear those things out to a club. They can wear them to a nice dinner. We have no alternative. We have no option like that. I, and we got to put on these jeans that you got to break in again after you wash them. You got to do squats. Uh, COVID exposed jeans suck. They are they're overrated, and we need a true alternative for going out to nice events. That's why I do khaki pants. I'm a khaki pants guy. Actually, the the, the solution to it is like kind of like the stretchy waistband jean. Those are more comfortable, right? Where uh, they'll, they'll they'll expand a little bit on you. There's some give in there in the waistband, but I've turned on jeans. You, you I'm know, out. we we need we got to get you the I don't want the stretchy jeans. I just no no not not the no no no. You're you're, you're thinking of the, jeans nowadays. Like if you buy like Levi's, you you might as well just just no. Yeah, I'm talking about like the Joes or the Hudson brand, like the ones that are like super comfortable. Like my jeans are are as comfortable as sweatpants. Wow. The the problem is the belt. The jeans itself are super stretchy. Yeah. You, you wash them, you know, to break them in. You know, the skin, skinny jeans are more comfortable than anything else. I, I, I know it's, I'm telling you. No. I will give you, I will let you try mine on. I'm not you trying will, your you jeans. You will buy six pairs of these things Man, by the end of the week. There, There is a distressing amount of people on the fan text who say their their read for washing the jeans is just turning around and smelling the rear area With, of their uh, jeans. That's what I would do. You would <laughs> bury your face in that and I smell it? I can't tell you how many times I've buried my face in my own pants. 
I can't tell you the amount <laughs> oh of time. My God. I have smelled. Mark. See if I have. Oh, do I need to wash this? Like, do, you know, can I can I get away with this for a couple hours? Weren't can't you, tell you the amount of time. Who was who was texting about underwear last night? Was it you reversing underwear and? Yeah, I was kind of comparing it to like it's you know like not washing your jeans because we were th- talking about the you can go eight times, eight to nine times with wearing jeans and yeah. before washing them. I was like, that's like me flipping my underwear inside out and wearing it the next day. It's not even close. Yeah, it is. July in in, in in Texas, you're well, gonna it's turn your summer, inside it's out. Different, different. Uh, normal day, normal no, day, the, normal y- weather. Yeah, there, there's zero comparison to like cotton underwear or whatever, yeah. and jeans and denim, and and also you're talking about exposing directly to. The underwear, Peyton, and then you're reversing it, whereas there's at least a an underwear layer. layer between you and the denim. And so, yeah, absolutely. Every two weeks, I've gone longer. I've gone I've gone longer than two weeks. How, but how often do women do it? That's that's more important. Ladies. I asked my what? wife. She said she will do it every after everywhere that she'll do that. She's nice. like, no, I'm not. I'm going to wash. I'm not going to. She's like, I know what the recommendation is. I'm not chancing like being gross. I'm washing them. Sarah's there every every wear or two wears. Unless they touch the floor. If they touch the floor, she puts them in the hamper. Touch the floor? Anything touches the floor, it goes right into the trash of the hamper. Doesn't get reworn. As soon as it touches the floor. No five-second rule in the kitchen for there, food? She doesn't believe in the five-second. If it touches the floor, it's either going in the wash or the trash. But she sleeps with you pure pure naked. That doesn't bother her. She doesn't come on my side of the bed. She hers. doesn't. I have to go on hers. Or Are her you the side. left or right side, Chopper? Ah! I have to go. I have to go on hers. I got. Uh, Bobby. I, I, I got Bobby. Well done. Depends, well done. If, you're, if you're looking at the bed. If you look at the bed, I'm on the left side of the bed. Okay. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Okay. I just asked my wife. Uh, usually after I wear them, they stretch and lose shape. Sometimes after two wears. Okay. So. I'm going to guess ladies are more frequent. Yeah, they definitely wash it more often. A lot of people are saying this whole freezer thing. Freezer? That's a myth. Put the jeans in the freezer. Why? It says it kills the bacteria. Kills the COVID. It does. I thought that That's was your second, this, was the, this was the summertime. That's payment. your second Fauci reference in 12 hours. I got one more. Terrible man. Terrible man. <laughs> liar. Big liar. 877-881-1053. Chuckmark.com. Text on. Hit us up here on the show. Okay, let's get to this drama that's playing out with the Diggs brothers. All right, so Stefan Diggs is getting kind of criticized. Man, Cowboy fans are, Cowboy fans are thirsty because I don't know how many trade proposals that got sent yesterday. What can we offer up? How can we get him? How can we get Stefan out of Buffalo to team up? It started with Stefan Diggs kind of going off on Josh Allen on the sideline. And apparently after the game, Stefan like left the locker room and one of his teammates had to drag him back. But Stefan was not happy with a season low 10 points that the Bills scored against the Bengals. Well, this is why Eli Apple, just when I want to start feeling sorry for this guy, Eli Apple, he's like the Pat Bev of the National Football League. He's like the Pat Beverly. He, uh, Stefan Diggs went and explained his frustration and, you know, I'm a competitor. Do you want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? Nah. Well, he's sitting there saying this stuff. Eli Apple on Twitter yesterday tweets T.O. Jr. to Stefan. Oh, did you see his follow-up? His follow-up, he quote tweeted, he said, someone get them in couples therapy. Josh Allen QB and at Stefan Diggs, I'll pay on God. Eli said that? Yes. And he's retweeting wow. all these memes of like 
you know, uh, Josh Allen, uh, you know, smiling and laughing when his defense can't put up more than 10 points or like what it's, he's just, he is trolling them. So he, uh, he, he wrote digs, digs, Stefan tweeted. It's easy to criticize my reaction. Eli responds with Cancun on three. And then Trayvon has weighed in this morning at 6 15 AM. Trayvon tweeting back clown to Eli Apple who is uh, taking great, great satisfaction in the Buffalo Bills getting he eliminated is. and Stephon Diggs not being happy. You know, and you just got to just gotta take it. Like we have to take yep. it. Yep. You, know, you, know. you, you don't get to they, – they get to talk. Eli Apple gets to talk. He does. Stephon Diggs doesn't. Doesn't get to talk right now. He's got to take it. Stinks, but he's got to take it. That, you know, the, the Cancun tweet that Eli Apple put out there, I mean, maybe it's more Cabo than Cancun. Maybe, maybe you know, more, you know, St. Lucia. But uh, you got to take it. That's and where we, you're going. We do. Uh, are, are you heading this next direction? The Trayvon Diggs is liked tweet this morning. I don't know what he liked. He liked the tweet, uh, the reply right after he did the clown emoji. He liked the tweet that said, tell your brother to come to Dallas. Get him here. And who liked it? Trayvon did. Okay. Yeah, Get what, Steph on here. What would that take? Yeah, if Stefan can't get along with Josh Allen, I'm sure he's going to just be you know, loving getting along with Dak. <laughs> oh, man. Amari, the, Amari Cooper was saved by Dak, you know? So. All, all the Josh Allen. I love how everyone's turned on Josh Allen now. Choppy may actually be the leader in the clubhouse. Uh, Josh Allen now is overrated. Uh, Josh Allen now is he's just a guy. Uh, the, the crazy QB reaction. Jared Sandler was dealing with this yesterday. He's like, I'm tweeting with so many Tolos who say Josh Allen is not that dude. It's it's kind of like the Chad Henney tweets. I got three straight Tolo messages over the weekend when Chad Henney had the 98-yard drive. Does this show, Sean, that Pat Mahomes is a system quarterback? Why does Mahomes need to come back in in the second half? They just went down the field and scored. So now Pat Mahomes, Chad Henney exposed Pat Mahomes as a system quarterback, and now Josh Allen ain't that dude. Dak put up better numbers than Josh did Stop. over the last three. Stop. He did. So what? So, so what? So, so are we? Are so don't. So no, 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 I, no, 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 no. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, no, no, no. I'm going to hold you accountable. Go ahead. Let's when go. When you throw that out there, uh-huh. you're about to set up that you have to follow up with Dak Prescott is equal or better than Josh Allen. So what are you trying to say? Are you gonna Are you gonna utter that statement in word? I'll tell you what I'm about to say. I'm about to say. 12 weeks doesn't make a quarterback just like one game doesn't make a quarterback it's a defense it's not a like takedown of josh allen it's a defensive dak to say look we're not i am not hearing you know the five o'clock segment on g-bag talking about uh would uh would cooper rush have won this game for buffalo like i'm not hearing that or like josh allen like he's not that dude or there's not these like head in the hand buffalo reactions of like i guess he's just he's not the guy look at what he because over the last 12 weeks dak was better I'm, so, so, I'm still not getting the entire point. You can't. I'm just saying that the whole write-off Dak is like, well, look, this showed. You just can't go back with him. Okay, well, then you can't go back with Josh Allen either because he was worse. Yeah, but. He was we, bad in two but, games. But we know that Josh Allen He was is, bad for 12 weeks. But we know, no, no, I'm saying he was bad in two. He was bad in both playoff games. Yes. But we know that Josh Allen is a superior player. Like you, I like that you're using these 12-game samples, but we know the overall reality that he's a superior player football player going to the Hall of Fame and our guy we're trying to decide is he that much better than Kirk Cousins we're having I mean we're, it's two different discussions we're in two different aisles in the grocery store would you agree with that uh, I would agree that Josh Allen is better I would not agree that Josh that- Allen is special 
Uh, and, and Choppy, me and you, this may swerve to an argument between you and I. Josh Allen is special. We know Dak Prescott is not. The Bills have a playoff problem. They need to run the football more. Number one, Josh needs to stop turning it over as much. But let's not use these. We, we, we do this stuff to try to compare Dak to Mahomes. Oh, look at this. And look at these numbers. Da, da, da. Like, let's just have a real conversation. It's a stupid comparison. And it's not it, it's 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 not anything you can say with a straight face. Josh Allen is special. Pat Mahomes is in that category. And Burrow. Then you draw a big fat line. And then we can talk about other people. Here's here's what I'll say. I, I, yeah, okay. If you were to take their top six, take their top six, Allen and Dak, take their top six passer rating performances in a season, how many of them does Dak have? I don't care. How many does Dak have of the top six? Passing performances? Of, of like, if you so, take, so if you're, you're to take their six, their, their, their six highest passer rating performances, or like for their, like an entire season, not a game, but Three like. Three or four. He has five of them. Okay, so what are you saying? I, what I'm saying is that we can't just keep writing it off as like there, this monumental gap of like. Is, is, Al- Dak, is Dak in a Josh Allen da- conversation? Dak is not Allen. Dak is closer to Allen than Dak is to. He's not closer to Allen than he is to Kirk quarterback. No, he's not, nah. Let me say it again. Yeah. He's hmm. not closer to Josh Allen than he is Kirk Cousins. He's not Josh Allen and he's not Kirk Cousins, but he's closer to Josh Allen than and he Allen is, is to Mahomes. Than, to, than league average quarterback. He's closer to Josh Allen than Allen is to Mahomes. He's closer to Josh Allen than Allen is the Mahomes. No, what are you talking Look, about? You're right. Josh Allen has a special. Oh uh, now that okay. he has special athletic ability. First of all, he ain't going to the Hall of Fame right now. That's just the most asinine comment I've ever heard. Okay. And you make typically good comment. That was that was okay. Well, I'll give you what odds you want on it right now today for the rest of our career that Josh Allen's going to the Hall of Fame. I was I mean, wrong about RG3 last time I said that. He let might the, go. Let, let, let the record show. <laughs> he might that's go. A, that's not a but very But it trip. isn't because that's of his first three years. He, if, well, if, what if, am I basing it off of? Well, he, what he would do in the future. Like, like Patrick Mahomes is already Like, if going. Josh Allen continues to play like this, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Oh, if he continues and to we play can't, like this. We if, can't say he's 1B to Mahomes. He's not. Joe Burrow is. He is. Okay, we changed our mind about that in the last two weeks. Two weeks. Which you are Mr. Sample Size. But yeah, and, and, you know, and the sample over the two, the last three years for, or two years for Joe Burrow far exceeds the career of Josh Allen. Like his, you know, his, his, his career to date. Um, but, you know, all that said, Josh Allen's better than Dak Prescott. Like, let's, let's, let's not, let's not. He, he's, he is better, but he, also I want to. Is, is Dak Prescott closer to Josh Allen or Kirk Cousins? Uh, he is closer. To, I wouldn't put Kirk there. I would put. Carr. Yeah, Carr and Goff. I put both ahead of Kirk. Okay. Is he closer to Jared Goff or Josh Allen? Oh, Goff. Okay. Thank yeah. you. QBR. Well, he was also Goff. saying Goff is better than Dak yesterday. Yeah. So Goff is uh, closer to Josh if you, Allen. If you like, like, I mean, if you want to take QBR too, which does factor in all the Josh Allen running, if you take their top five season performances, Allen has one of them. Dak's QBR has the four others. So I'm saying I'm not saying Dak is better than Allen. I am saying that what Dak has done is put himself closer to that player than league average quarterback, whatever quarterback. And it's also ridiculous to try and say that after some inconsistency, some up and downs. Definitely, it's not that he was all the way battling. Your your point is let's not use your overall point is let's not use the recent Allen struggles to indict him, and let's not use a fluky turnover year from Prescott to indict him. Yes, That's your overall point. I, yes, I'm saying don't. If you're making the argument that 
you have to move on from Dak, then you should similarly be making an argument that Buffalo has to move on from Josh Allen. Okay. That's my point. Because of the the way their careers have gone. The turnovers. The, the turnovers. Yeah, in general. The recency. Yes. Okay. Uh, See, Fantex. We can find common ground, I know. Sean. It just takes We're- us a while to get to it. <laughs> um, but now me and you need to fight over Josh Allen, so let me turn the, <laughs> let me turn the heat to you. Yeah, I mean, look, he's a good player, but I think we've... You know, he's a great player. He is not, He is a bad decision maker. That much is true. And you cannot be a great quarterback if you're a bad decision maker. That's his issue. He has improved is, his accuracy. Is he, is he Brett Favre? Uh, I don't think so. That's that's okay. similar. No, it's I don't think that I don't think that's a bad analogy. Maybe. Incredible it's not a bad arm talent. It's a great analogy. Incredible. No, like incredible <laughs> arm talent. Guy who's just kind of a Gun cowboy slayer, out there. And, the turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't care about turnovers. I don't care about turnovers. So, I don't, but he also makes bad decisions. Bad decisions don't always just lead in turnovers. Okay. What else do they lead to? Incompletions. You know, lack of drives, lack of points. Everything. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are struggling offense. I mean, in the playoffs, they they absolutely okay. were. Okay. Ten points in one game. And then the, otherwise, the they were the, otherwise they were otherwise they the number one. You're changing off of nothing. You're 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 going back on your own formula on game one. On game one, after game one this year, you said just put the Bills in the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, just put them in the Super sure. Bowl, and they were a good team throughout the season. They, they they oh they were they were a fantastic team. Now Josh had bad games. There was a six game stretch where he was Davis Mills, same exact numbers as Davis Mills. Uh, is is he a really really good player? Yeah, his ability, his talent is off the charts. His decision-making is not there yet, I was and in, that's a problem. I was interested to look where he was at just for this year. Josh Allen was a negative point or 0.9, so almost negative one on the expected completion differential. So he was a little he, – he was a slightly more inaccurate than he was expected. So this is his second-highest QBR. He had a better QBR this year than last year by Josh? five points. Yes. yes. Last year at a 66. No one was talking like this last year. His QBR is better, and his like breakout year, the QBR was a seventy six. So this is interesting. Yeah, now it that is. I, no, no, now that I'm looking at it, uh, the last two years at least, I'm curious about the last three. The last two years, Josh Allen's completion percentage over okay, twenty twenty is good, but twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, his completion completion percentage over expectation was negative. Let me put it like this: If the Buffalo Bills called us and said we want to trade out, we're we're, we're keeping digs. We're, we Diggs mm. went off on it. We're getting rid of the quarterback. Yeah. And we want Dak. What would the Cowboys have to throw in to make that an equal deal? Just a stupid hypothetical. To, to trade for Josh Allen? Yeah, for Dak Prescott and what for Josh Allen? Dak and it'd be two ba- ones. It'd be, your, it'd be the Goff for Stafford trade. Which is? Two ones and, and the player. Okay. So that, that thank you. Yeah, I said two, two I said ones, Allen was above Dak. Yeah, I just wanted to hear how above. That's a big, way that's above. A big how, if, if you how many first round picks do the Raiders have and, to send and, you to and, take Derek Carr? And, and let me say and let me say what that proves. That proves he's closer to Dak is closer to Cousins than he is to Allen. If I have to throw in two ones on top of it, you just prove my point. I think you have to throw in three ones to get Kirk for Dak. No, or Kirk for three or, ones? or Carr for Dak. Absolutely, three. Minnesota yes. would ask for three on top of. No, I'm saying that. Dallas, not Kirk. Dallas would ask Minnesota for three ones to take to back take Cousins. Kirk, yes. Wow, Choppy, come on, you know that's you know that's wrong. Three, no, yes. <laughs> what? Well, you're not going to say because you and, think Dak and, and Cousins are similar, and not but. two, and not two ones. Like they might look. I, D- one Kirk's one a might good be a player. Kirk's a good player. That's what he is. Just a good player. Um, they're not giving. 
You're not going to trade Kirk and three ones for Dak. Or two ones. We don't have to no, inter- nobody, it's not going to be anything anybody's going to like. Yeah, I'm not saying anybody's going to do I'm saying that is what Dallas would want. Okay, I can see that's what they would, they would want. They wouldn't get it. But they, and then they, they would, that. so they would shut it down. They'd be like, okay, sure. we're done. No, but the you are a literal sob. You know that you are you 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 get you get so literal. You, you get about? so literal. I'm, I'm not taking a shot, at your mother. <laughs> you get so literal when it comes time to get get into the topics and the points. I like it. I like it. I'm, that was that was good. Feel- that was fun. You get so literal when it comes time versus that real world discussion. What, of, what, how many QBRs of the last five? How many? How many? How many? No, but I'm saying, like, better passing seasons. If you if you want to like talk, I'm just saying that if you look at it and you look at it over the last 12 weeks and everybody's saying, "Oh my gosh, look at this 12 weeks. Look at the inconsistency." Okay, look at the inconsistency on Allen. I'm just saying, in order for you to then be consistent, not you. I'm just saying the general you. Mm-hmm. In order for somebody to be consistent, that's demanding Dak is out of here. Then you're saying that as a Buffalo fan, I would be demanding Josh Allen be gone. All right, so. That's probably the blow up of the day. Get gone. 877. It's still early. 877. Definitely early. 881-1053. Truckwreck.com text line here on Sean and RJ. What what where are the Tolos taking it real quick? Oh, they're they're all over now. Okay. Is it 50-50? Here we go. One more. I know if it's on the fan text, they're agreeing with me. Dak Carr Goff Cousins are the same QB. One more year until Herbert's there too. Ooh. Uh stats alone for Dak being a great quarterback is a hollow argument. Um, no, Vegas puts Dallas as the odds-on favorite to trade for Hopkins. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I'll take him. Why would you trade Dak in two ones for a QB that hasn't outperformed your own over the past two years? Dak Cousins is the same quarterback. Uh, Josh is minus .9 because his average depth per target is sky high. Um, which is probably true. Allen plus a one for Dak. Well, he would need more than that. Yeah. What? But no, wait, no. Wait. Allen plus a one what? for Dak? No, no, no. no like, like Dak and a one for Allen. But that's that's, not, that's that's has that has, that has to be has what, what it means. Mean. Must be what they meant. Dak and Dak and a one is not getting that done for Josh Allen. Dak is one hundred percent closer to Cousins. Um, isn't Allen still on his rookie deal? Uh, no, no, he's no, not. He got paid. All right. The New York Giants are planning to move forward, Choppy, with Daniel Jones. Yes, they are. And now their position may be a little bit. Before they were like, "You're a scrub. We're declining your fifth year option, and we're gonna kick you out the door." Well, now do they have to kiss Daniel's rear end a little bit, or will they just franchise him? The franchise tag for quarterbacks is projected to be thirty-one point seven million. But yesterday, their GM said that they want to bring back Daniel Jones, and then we got the Saquon contract as well. So they do want to bring him back. Um... Good. Go ahead. Bring him back. Like, you know, he's a good player. Like, he had a decent year, but I'm not, I don't scare, I'm not scared of him. You know, like, you got to ask yourself, is it more likely that Daniel Jones regresses next year in a negative way or that Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson progress, you know, you know, regress in a positive way, if you want to call it like that? What's more likely? You know, I, I think it's that Kyler and, and Russ you actually play well. Uh, then that Daniel Jones duplicates the same kind of season that he had uh, when he was okay. So go ahead and sign him. And then well, we're rooting for a Daniel Jones extension, correct? I uh, think I would franchise him if I were them. That's what I would do if I were them. I'd give him another year. Let's check it out. See what they can do. I would. Uh, like, I mean, if I was the Giants, I would. I, I don't think you're is gonna da- have to. Is, is Dak Prescott closer to Daniel Jones or Josh? Just, no. <laughs> you stop. Okay. Look, here's here's the thing though, Chop, is that when you say like you don't think Daniel Jones is gonna repeat that, are you? Are you not going to factor in at all, like, the idea of, like, 
he's broken away from 1970s coaching that's been in place there for a couple years and now he's actually got somebody like Mike Kafka who can help him become who he is I mean look they they want to they want to pay Saquon Barkley 12 million dollars I don't I don't think they've broken they away, out from of broken away. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, you, you know what, you could take Dave Gettleman out of the organization but you can't take the organization but let's him, let's just talk about on, let's just is. let's just talk about on the coaching staff Dable who got a ton of credit for Allen's growth and then Kafka, who was in Kansas City, got a lot of credit for how they've run quarterbacks through there. And then first year that they're into there together, Daniel Jones makes progress nobody's seen. Because you respect the new regime. You did. I do. I do respect the new regime. I think they've, they've got a good plan. But if their plan is to offer Saquon Barkley $12 million, I reserve the right to. That's front, <laughs> front office, though, right? I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm talking about the coaching staff that's working with yeah, Daniel Jones. No, that's fine. Look, but, but you know, as, as, as Herb Brooks said, uh, after Jim Craig gave up 10 goals, it's anybody's net. You just scored seven points in a playoff game. It's it's anybody's position, right? But now. we're all going to celebrate if they give Daniel Jones an extension. How, right? much, how much is it? That's that would be the question for me. It depends on how much he's making. Like if he's, I would guess Daniel Jones is probably somewhere in the vicinity of, I don't know, probably close. He'd probably get close 30. to twenty-eight to thirty annually. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, uh, according to Adam Schefter, uh, Adam, Aaron Rodgers. Out of Green Bay is a very real scenario. A trade is a possibility. Aaron hasn't decided if he'll play next year. That would mean Rodgers will leave $60 million on the table if he does. And then Ryan Clark reported that the offer, the reason that there's so much drama between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, the initial offer was 113 in guarantees and eventually was bumped up to 133. That was the most Lamar was offered a reminder, Deshaun got 230 in guarantees. If Lamar accepted that, it would have been the seventh most guaranteed money for a quarterback in the league. And now you know why he may be a little bit ticked off. Yeah, uh, like he may just, you know, you've heard of hometown discounts. He may give them a, a hometown like surplus, a surcharge. He's going to price gouge <laughs> the hell out of them. I mean, that, that would make him... By far the highest paid running back in NFL history. All right. Like, I mean, you're talking about, like, <laughs> tripling the market. Well, we're going to have a Lamar for Dak discussion a little bit later on. Uh, <laughs> someone's having a Cooper Rush discussion. Someone says Cooper Rush would have won that game Cooper. against the 49ers. And why we have to defend the Dallas Cowboys website from all the national people after yesterday. Next on The Fan. 